Welcome back to the Daily Tip, presented by Bet MGM, with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the Bet QL Network. Hi, I'm Michael Jenkins from the Daily Tip. You know, I think I speak for everyone when I say there's nothing like relaxing with your family and friends in front of a warm fire, watching Zach Wilson throw his career down the drain, tossing interception after interception. The booze raining down from the meadowlands like snowflakes. It really is what the holidays are all about. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from all of us at the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Good luck on finding a milf sack. That's promo right there. You know why not? Throw it out there. It's a holiday season. It's okay. Sometimes you're just not cut out for the NFL and you got to move on. And that's my recommendation for Zach Wilson in the spirit of the holidays. Yeah, you're being super nice to him. I feel like there are going to be plenty of shows absolutely roasting Zach Wilson over an open fire. Like, what is it, chestnuts that are going to be roasting on open fires this weekend for Christmas? But I did like that music. It was very soothing. I imagine myself, like, stirring some, like, stew that I'm cooking for Christmas as I curse under my breath as, you know, my parlay does not hit for the 17th straight week. And just like, doggit, See, I I think this is how this would play out. I'm all about creating the hallmark narrative. So you're stirring your stew. You glance over. You see Jake sitting down watching some football. Blake is in his lap and you're smiling. You're like, I'm so grateful. What a beautiful family I have. Then you glance down at your phone and you see that Garrett Wilson is not going to hit his receiving prop. And you start cursing and just crushing the moment. No, that's not how it goes when you've been married as long as I have. It would be me (laughs) sitting in the kitchen and you see your husband lounging on the recliner and you think to yourself, huh, hope he's comfortable. He hasn't done anything today. (laughs) I'm over here slaving in the kitchen. Hmm, he didn't even take out the trash today. But yet there he is without a care in the world, just propping his feet up. Uh, That's how you think when you've been married, uh, you know, eight years like I have. I like that. You keep it real. We'll put we'll put those cheesy movies on Hallmark Channel. We'll put yours on HLN, where they have like true crime and forensic files. You know, <laughs> oh, the gritty stuff, the real stuff. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna murder him. I, like I love my husband, but I think I know. You know, when you've been together with somebody for a oh, long sure. time, it's it's the same deal with family, which I think a lot of people will relate to this over the holidays. Mm-hmm. I can complain complain about my family and talk trash about them. But you can't. Like the second that sure. somebody else does, it's a problem. But I can do it because, you know, there's a Absolutely. thousand things that annoy me about my family, but I still love them. Absolutely. No question about that. Here's someone we love. How about Faraz Siddiqui joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across this country get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Faraz, good morning to you. Hope you're having a good weekend. Before we get into your plethora of picks, what are you doing for the holiday? Hey, I'm just um, you know, I'm a little I'm a little depressed. You know, I am a Jets fan. Oh. So watching Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I wish you did. I wish you did because uh I had to uh I had to listen through that as soon as I get on. I'm just, you know, watching you, listening to you, you know, just uh berate Zach Wilson. No, but listen, honestly, he deserves it. It was bad. Thursday night football, it, you know, in front of the entire nation, the dude just collapsed. And this was 
you know, you know, it's funny because everybody knew, everybody knew this was it, right? Just coming out of that game, you know, that was it. That was it, Zach. It's over. You know, we got to move on. So <laughs> the Jets are again uh, in in the hunt for a quarterback. In the hunt and not in a good way. Not in the hunt for no. the playoff race. They're in the hunt for a quarterback because Zach Wilson ain't it. And I feel like they've given him plenty of chances. Like, it's not like a one-and-done deal. I feel like he's had his shot. All right, let's uh, focus on this weekend and maybe how we can cheer up Faraz with some wins when it comes to <laughs> props. Let's take a look at the Saints and Browns game, which I'm kind of a little surprised that you like a prop here because the total's 32-and-a-half. The lowest total that we see on the slate here, but maybe it's a good thing if you're backing the running backs. Yeah, I think so. I, I am definitely not in favor of any scoring props at all. You know, I'm not taking any over or any touchdown props or anything like that in this game. Uh, but, you know, a lot of times when the weather is supposed to be bad, I mean, I'm looking at 40 to 50 mile per hour wind gusts potentially. Cool. So, like, that's that's not good. So that could favor the running game a little bit. Um, Jenks, I saw that you like the the under in this one, even though it's it's really low. Uh, so I, I want to yeah. hear about that in a sec. But uh, Nick Chubb, you know, his line is at 78 and a half rushing at minus 115. Uh, he hit that in three of his last four games. The Saints are giving up 4.9 yards per carry to running backs over the last four weeks. And they've given up the 11th most rushing yards to running backs this year. So Nick Chubb, you know, somebody that, I, you know, <laughs> I want to bet. See, if they're going to focus their whole entire uh, game plan on the run game, and which I think they have to in this game, I think Nick Chubb easily hits that. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, Alvin Kamara, his his prop is set at 69 and a half uh, at minus 115. He looked way better last week against Atlanta. You know, Mark Ingram's gone. I think he gets the majority of the carries. You know, we could potentially see Taysom Hill in there a little bit, maybe a little David Johnson. But, you know, the Browns have been really bad against the run this year. They, they've given up the sixth most rushing yards to running backs this year and the third most over the last four weeks. We're talking with Faraz Siddiqui, host of Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast on the Odyssey Network. And make sure you follow him on Instagram at Upper Hand Fantasy. When you look at the Eagles and Cowboys game, and there are all sorts of ways you can go about handicapping this one. But you're looking at C.D. Lamb. I don't know if you like him to have a big game or no. What are you thinking here? Yeah, I, I kind of do. You know, uh, I think the targets are going to funnel C.D. Lamb's way this week. You know, neither Darius Slay or James Bradbury, you know, the Eagles perimeter corners, they never go into the slot to cover wide receivers, even if their star receiver, the opposing star receiver, is running most of the routes out of the slot like C.D. Lamb does. So, I think this is going to be a competitive game. You know, Dak's going to have to throw. This is a, a relatively low number for CeeDee Lamb. He, his reception prop is set at five and a half. So I like the over there at minus 115. I also like the 68 and a half receiving yard over uh, at minus 115 as well. So I like the, both of those. Uh, I like the re receiving yards just a little bit more. But I think this is one of those games where CeeDee Lamb uh, ends up getting most of the targets. We've seen those that target distribution kind of go back and forth between like Michael Gallup and Noah Brown, but those guys have very, very tough matchups on the outside. So I am expecting uh, those targets to funnel, uh, you know, to CD Lamb this week. Chelsea, I saw that you like the Eagles this week, you know, even without Jalen Hurts. Yeah, too many points, man. Over a field goal for this Eagles team against a Cowboys team that's struggled to beat the Texans. Lost to the Jags, which I will say the Jags are a good team, but I don't know. Doesn't it feel like too many points in a divisional matchup in a game 
that means a lot. Yeah, I, I hear that. And also, you know, the, the, it's one of those things where, like, you can kind of put a quarterback in here, a capable quarterback, and they can do their thing, right? He has – Gardner Minshew is going to have the weapons. He's going to have the offensive line. I don't think, you know, Dallas's right. pass rush is going to get to him, you know, a, as they've gotten to a lot of other teams. So, yeah, I agree. This is kind of like the 49ers situation, right? Like, you plug in a quarterback and they'll be just fine. Uh, so that's kind of how, how I feel as well. So I, I do like that. A uh, little bit of a bold move there, but I do like it. Well, that's what we do. Go hard or go home. And we're already <laughs> home. So we're forced to go hard here on the show because we work from home. All right, let's look at the Lions-Panthers matchup because I don't really like anything in that game. I know Jenks likes the Lions. We've seen Jared Goff come on strong and really connecting with some of his big-time receivers. Amon Ross St. Brown has been a good one, even though some of these weeks it feels like he's like right at his number. So what are the receiver plays uh, in this Lions-Panthers game? Yeah, you know, whenever Amon Ra like has these big weeks, his, his numbers the following week, the props go up and up and up. So like I'll ignore it during that time. And then when it gets a little depressed, I'll take it. So this week it has gone down a little bit to 73 and a half at minus 115. That's cool. I do like the over there. But I really like the DJ Shark over at 34 and a half receiving yards at minus oh, 115. Wow. He's had two 100 yard receiving games back to back against Minnesota and Jacksonville in weeks 13 and 14. And they went up against the stingiest perimeter defense in football against the Jets last week. So we didn't expect him to do anything last week. And we were betting the unders on, on him last week. But this week, back to uh, you know the the panthers who have been very vulnerable to perimeter wide receivers that's such a low number for me i'm taking the over all day long anyway farad Siddiqui on the getmyphoenix.com guest line he is the host of the upper hand fantasy podcast on the odyssey network Bengals taking on the patriots this is a fascinating game because the patriots had one of the worst plays in nfl history to lose that game last week and they're getting money even though i question how high their morale is going to be. But you like a big day for Jamar Chase. Yeah. Uh, number one wide receivers have actually done very well against the Patriots this year, uh, which is not something you could say for most Bill Belichick teams before this year, right? Like they're always known for taking away the their number one option, right? But that hasn't been the case this year. Uh, so Jamar Chase, like 71 and a half receiving yards, like that's his that's his prop this week. Like that's super low to me at minus one fifteen. I also like his receiving, uh, his reception number at five and a half at minus one thirty five. I'll probably throw that into a parlay or something like that, given those odds. But uh, yeah, it just seems like a low number to me. Um, he has been the clear number one wide receiver when both him and T Higgins have been on the field in the past. There has been some ambiguity in terms of like who's going to get more targets, but this year when they've been both on the field, he's been the guy. Um, and, and this number just seems really low to me. Like, think about it. His, this number is a little bit, is even lower than Amon Ra St. Brown this week. And, you know, I think Chase probably has more yards than Amon Ra this week. All right. So spe speaking of superstars, it looks like you are targeting Christian McCaffrey in this commanders and Niners matchup. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the Niners backup running back is questionable for this one. So Jordan Mason had been taking like a few carries and a few of the, you know, scraps of production away from Christian McCaffrey, but it looks like you're all in on Christian McCaffrey here, but in the passing game. In the passing game, yeah. Four and a half receptions at minus 125. I'll take the over. I, I, this is over week for me. Uh, I'm taking I'm taking the over uh, on the four and a half. You know, Brock Purdy has just been peppering CMC in the past game. And, and yes, like, you know, it's possible 
that you know if if there's no other running back to take some work away that he can get some more work uh, in the running game there but Washington has been you know relatively stingy in game in certain games against the run so I I don't feel comfortable going towards uh, that rushing prop number and it's pretty high for CMC this week so I'm gonna just play it safe here I think four and a half receptions is a solid number I think he gets six seven targets in this game pretty easily Faraz, before we let you go, Raiders at the Steelers, and I don't know how the Raiders are going to respond. I mean, they are they got that miracle win last week, but they haven't had a great season, but you're looking at their star receiver. Yeah, 69.5 receiving yards. See, I, this is a theme right now. These star wide receivers with these mm-hmm. depressed receiving yard totals. This week, Devonta Adams was 69.5 at minus 115. Uh, this is a low number. I'm taking advantage of this. He, it, and it's because he's had those two very down weeks, right? But the Steelers, they have allowed the opposing wide receiver one to do their thing against them all year long. Last week, it was DJ Moore. The week before that, they played the Ravens, so no real wide receiver one there. The week before that, Michael Pittman did his thing. The week before that, T. Higgins, 148 receiving yards uh, without Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, Devontae's had two down weeks now. I think this is the game where he bounces back uh, against a team who has allowed the fifth most receiving yards to opposing wide receivers. Yeah, this is he one is- that I almost played uh, just because the matchup was so good. Uh, but yeah. it might make the card for me now. All right. Uh, well, uh, nice. is there anything else that we missed quickly? Um, let's see. Uh, real quick. I like Juju. Over four and a half receptions at minus 135. I'll probably throw that into a parlay. Going back to the Commanders 49ers real quick. Jahan Dotson, uh, 28 and a half receiving yards. I'll take the over on that one. He's had nearly 100 receiving. He's had, you know, he went over this twice uh, in his last two games. And he's kind of back playing a full-time role. And that matchup on the right side and the slot against the 49ers is very vulnerable. So I think that's such a low number that I'm taking that pretty easily. He is Faraz Siddiqui, host of the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast on the Odyssey Network, and he's also on Instagram at Upper Hand Fantasy. Faraz, thanks so much. I'm sorry about bagging on your Jets. I learned my lesson there, but I hope you have a great holiday. (laughs) No, it's all good. We don't have to see Zach Wilson anymore, so it's great. It's fine. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.